the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart always be acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. So several years ago, uh, I traveled to uh, Chiapas, uh, which is in southern Mexico. And one of our destinations was a small town high up in the mountains. The town was El Aguila. I was there with my friend, John Mather. We were working with the local communities on clean water projects. We met with the town's community leaders to discuss the project and their interest in having and maintaining a clean water system. As the meeting was breaking up, one of the women approached us, and after much back and forth with the interpreter, it turns out that we were invited to a wedding. And in the village such as El Aguila, everyone in the entire village attends. It is a major community event. So I need to point out that I was not dressed for a wedding. If I remember correctly, I was wearing cut-off jeans, a kind of crummy T-shirt that probably had some inappropriate something or other on the front of it. And I was a mess from the high altitude, the heat, and the humidity. But nevertheless, no matter how much we protested that we didn't want to intrude, we were waved off with big smiles and gestures to follow them. So off we went. Off we went to join the wedding procession with all of the villagers following the bride and the groom. Musicians were playing, children are running along, dogs are barking, and chickens periodically join the procession. We arrived at the town center where there was a group of women that were cooking chicken mole in huge vats over an open flame. Others were making fresh tortillas by the dozens. It was an incredible feast. So here we were, John and I, two gringos, complete strangers who didn't speak a word of Spanish, People the bride and the groom and the family had never, ever met before. And we were warmly welcomed and invited to join them at the table, where we were fed the most amazing and wonderful food I have ever had. We were welcomed to their party. And for me, it's an enduring image of hospitality, and of welcoming the stranger. They made room for us at their table, sharing their food and their joy. And I thought of that celebration high up in the mountains in Mexico when I read the lectionary readings for today. So if you've been paying attention... The gospel lessons for the last five weeks have primarily been about Jesus feeding the multitudes. Jesus is the bread of life and the meaning of that feast. And and in case you hadn't been paying attention and you didn't get the point with all of those gospel lessons, today we add in the feast 
from Proverbs. And in Proverbs, the wisdom is a, Lady Wisdom is a very busy person. She's getting ready for a party. And I've planned a few parties in my lifetime, and you probably have planned a few yourself. And my plans don't begin to compare to what she was doing. Just listen to her to-do list. She is building her house. She's hewing her pillars. She's slaughtering her animals. She's mixing her own wine, and she's setting the table. And in a society, in a time with a clear division of labor, wisdom is not your average housewife. So the, the chapter before today's reading gives us a hint as to who wisdom may be. The Lord created me at the beginning of his work, the first acts of long ago, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him like a master builder. Wisdom is not your typical householder, your typical housewife. It would appear that she is someone eternal, present with God at the very beginning of creation. And today, she is building a house with seven pillars. And every theologian you read has a different explanation of what the seven pillars are or what they represent. One writer alludes to the number seven and how it recurs over and over in Scripture. The seven gifts of the Holy Spirit in Isaiah or the seven churches in the book of Revelations. Seven is the number of wholeness and completeness, of perfection, and always brings us back to the seven days of creation. The writer goes on to say that if wisdom is building a house with seven pillars, we can assume that it is no ordinary house, that perhaps This house stands for all of creation, itself whole, complete, and perfect. And if you notice, there's no mention of walls or of a roof. It's just the pillars standing there in the center of everything. It's a place with no barriers with no walls. It's open and it's accessible to everyone, everywhere. The whole purpose of her building is hospitality. She needs a place to host a banquet where she's going to invite the entire world. Wisdom is inviting us to a feast and it's open to anyone and everyone. There are no requirements. There's no requirements of wealth or status. Wearing the perfect outfit, your cut-off jeans would be perfectly fine. She's not looking for sparkling conversation. She goes from place to place, inviting those who don't know her. Come, come and join the party. Will Gaffney writes that Wisdom's table is a metaphor for the acquisition of wisdom. 
but not just technical wisdom or book wisdom, but the knowledge that makes us whole and complete. It's heart wisdom, not what we know wisdom, but what is it that we do with that knowledge? How is it that we live each day of our life? How do we go about loving one another as we are so loved, reaching out to friends and to strangers? Wisdom is having a dinner party, and we are all invited, feeding us with the life and love of God. Come in and feast, live and walk in understanding. Wisdom is throwing a party, and we're all invited. And in chapter 8 of Proverbs, wisdom says, whoever finds me finds life. So let's go and find her, and we'll throw a party. We'll invite everyone to gather around the table. We'll welcome everyone who comes, our neighbors and our friends, and the stranger who shows up unexpectedly. And next week, we are doing exactly that. Trinity Cathedral is throwing a party. We're planning a feast, and you all are invited. The incomparable Keith Cook, who definitely knows how to plan a party, and he's an amazing cook, is cooking the entree, so we know the food will be wonderful. We will gather together as we think about and talk together about how this community, this cathedral, how do we live out our mission of hospitality and welcome, engaging in authentic hospitality to all we meet and to those who enter in through our doors, always welcoming the stranger. So Proverbs goes on to remind us in other chapters that that wisdom is found in the streets. It's found in the public square, at the crossroads. Wisdom is right there in the middle of everything. Just as Trinity Cathedral has stood right here on this corner for almost 100 years, this cathedral belongs to this neighborhood and is part of this neighborhood and in this city. And we are called to a ministry of welcome and hospitality. And when we welcome the stranger or we show hospitality, we are revering what is sacred in each and every one of us. We're acknowledging our mutual humanity our connection with one another. Each and every one of us, the friend and the stranger, a child of God. So wisdom calls us to eat her bread and drink our wine, and we are right back with the gospel lesson today. Jesus tells us he is the bread of life, offering himself to us completely and fully, without exceptions or qualifications, an offering to you and to me, an offering of love, a feast of welcome 
and incredible hospitality. Jesus doesn't condemn, he doesn't threaten, he doesn't exclude anyone. There are no tests. There are no preconditions, no walls, no barriers. All are welcome. Jesus, offering hope, offering life, the overwhelming generosity of a God at work in our world and in our lives. The one who eats this bread will live forever. Jesus wants all of us, and he wants us to have all of him. And so I wonder, if it's when we gather together, each one of us, all of us, created in the image of God, each one of us unique, but each one of us with our own little piece of God's wisdom, that that's when true wisdom emerges, the body of Christ right here and right now. And maybe it's as simple as that, that when we gather together to share the basic stuff of life, whether it's bread or ourselves, We hear the voice of God calling us to live, to live fully and completely with joy, knowing that we are loved completely and totally, and then going out those doors and sharing that love with everyone we meet. Wisdom has built her house. The table is set. Come and join the party. We're all invited, and in the kingdom of abundance, There's always enough for everyone. Amen.